You're listening to episode 80 of the Brain BS Podcast. It's time to take the drama out of a loved one dying. Welcome to the Brain BS Podcast, the podcast where thought work, emotional intelligence, and universal law come together to empower humans to cut the crap and finally master their brain BS. It is time to stop blaming everybody else for your problems and start taking responsibility for your own life and emotional state. I am your host, Maureen Kafkis, a doctor of occupational therapy, a certified life coach, and an expert on brain BS. My mission is to motivate you to learn how to live consciously and manage your mind on purpose so you can create a life free of needless suffering. Now, who does not want that? Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Brain BS Podcast. I am doing another episode this week because I am compelled to get us all to kind of lighten up about dying. Now, I know that's a big request and I've talked to a lot of people wanting about wanting to talk to me on the podcast about it. And most of them feel like it's kind of heavy and it's not something that they would really want to talk about. And, you know, maybe they don't even want to listen about it, I'm guessing. But I do feel like it's something we really have to talk about because now that social media is so prominent and we have access to what everyone's doing in every area of their life and we've known them our entire lives and we can keep track of grade school friends on Facebook, we are hearing more and more when people die. It's happening constantly. Like whereas before, you only knew your inner circle or the people that you kept in touch with because that's all you had access to. But now we have access to hearing about the demise of every single human that we've ever known. So it's really important. We can't go through our entire lives being terrified of hearing who the next person is that's going to die because it just it makes no sense. It just causes us needless suffering. So I want to be really clear here. I'm not suggesting that a loved one dying is not painful. There's no way it's not going to be painful. It's going to be really painful. And depending on who that loved one is and your relationship with them, that could be even more painful. I'm not talking about eliminating that kind of pain. I'm talking about eliminating the drama from it of every time it happens, us thinking, oh my God, how did this happen? How could this be? This can't be possible. But the truth is, it happens all the time on a daily basis. It's just not happening to your loved ones, so you're not as aware of it. But it's happening everywhere, all day long, to people all across the world. They're dying unexpectedly, and it's very painful for the people left behind. But I think it's important to start this conversation because so many people continue to suffer for so long after they lose a loved one. And I just want to help them so that it doesn't have to be as bad as it is. I'm in, 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 it doesn't even matter. Everybody gets a choice, right? If we want to stay in our grief, we're allowed to stay in our grief. And there is no judgment there from me. And, and some people are going to want to choose to stay in their grief for their own reasons and where they're at on their own personal journey. That's not how I want to live my life. I want to try to be as proactive as I can about enjoying that I ta- the time I have here on this earth and accepting that I am not in control. And if you actually were familiar with human design and you knew my chart, that is the reason why I'm here. So I'm here to talk about things that other people wouldn't talk about and try to help you look at them in a different way. So I just I put a few points down 
on a piece of paper that I want to talk about. This is in no order and it's going to kind of be loosey-goosey and all over the place. But the first one is, we intellectually know that we're all going to die. But I don't think we truly accept it. Not really, not emotionally. We, we want to, we hear it, but then immediately when we think about it, or we think about a loved one dying, an emotion gets triggered, and it's usually a very uncomfortable one. It could be sad, it could be um, fear, it could be terror, if you're like really dependent on that person and you're really close to them. So uh, usually some kind of emotion comes up that's so uncomfortable that we don't wanna feel it, that we just resist the, the emotion, and then we resist even thinking about the thought. We don't want to think about it. We want to put it on the back burner. We want to squash it. We don't want to give it any attention or any focus. But here's the problem with that strategy. That's what we're doing consciously. Consciously, we're trying to keep it out of our mind. We're trying not to think about death. And we think that we're somehow bypassing the energy that we have around death. But we're not. Because everything in the universe operates on by universal laws. And that means your subconscious programming is so much more in control of your conscious programming. So you can try to put something out of your mind all day long. And this could be about anything, by the way, not just dying. You could try all day long to keep it out of your mind, but it doesn't matter because it's in your subconscious. And that is what's creating the energy and that's what's creating the results that you have in your life. So I think first and foremost, and, and you know when this really hit me? was when my mom died and we were at the funeral home. I think I've said this on here before. We were at the funeral home and we're standing at the casket and the, all us kids were there and my dad, and literally that was, I, I think I was like 40 when my mom died, 41. Literally, I looked around at everybody there and thought, holy shit, I am gonna have to say goodbye to every one of these people or they're gonna be saying goodbye to me before that takes place. That is like very daunting to think about when you're trying not to think about dying. But when that revelation comes up, there's no, you can't play, you can't duck it away again. You can't make it go away. So it's just this idea that we spend so much time trying to act like we're not here temporarily, that we're here forever and that everything that we love and cherish in life is just going to keep going and going and going and there's not going to be any game in end game in sight so i just want to remind you there is an end game and that end game is we are all going to die and that brings me to my next point there's no guarantees when that time is going to be right we have no idea we have this idea as humans we came up with this um concept that oh no kids don't die um, younger people don't die. It's going to be older people. It's going to be the grandparents. It's going to be like when they're ready to go and that there's like this sequence to how it happens. But the truth is that's, that's just brain BS. That might be like more common because of physical ailments and the aging process. But really, young people are dying all over the place. They, and, and, and small children are dying all over the place. So to say that we have any guarantee that we're going to be here for even another 24 hours is brain BS. It's an illusion. 
It is an illusion because we think we make our plans, we count on them, we have our goals, we have our milestones that we're working towards in the future. But there's no guarantee that we're going to be here for that. So we need to understand that. And the way that we do that is we practice gratitude for every single moment that we have. Even if it's crappy. Even if it's, that's when you really do it, when it's crappy. When you're having a tough time, when you're disappointed by something. When you're disappointed by how something played out with a fellow human that you love. The best thing that you can do for yourself is go to that place of gratitude and remember, okay, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel your feelings and have your emotions about people and be mad at them and all that because that, you know, that's part of you being human. We have to do that, but you don't want to dwell in it and you don't want to get caught up in it as if everything is the worst case scenario because it's not if you're still alive, Right? If you're still alive, you're not at the worst case scenario. Or maybe maybe if you're a really troubled soul, the worst case scenario is that you're still alive. But that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about for everything that's happening in your life, it could be worse. I was super disappointed by my birthday plans getting canceled. I struggled a little bit with that, of practicing what I preach and letting that go and not letting it be an issue. And I, you know, I got a little snippy with Bob a couple days. I got a little crabby about it. It would come and go and it would wax and wane. But then I had this epiphany one day. I, I know two people with ALS that are my age. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't have ALS. I had birthday plans and it was a disappointment, get over it. And then I was able to see that. So I'm not saying you don't take the time to be disappointed, process the feelings and acknowledge that, you know, something happened unexpectedly that you wanted to do and it's not gonna happen. Um, But don't dwell in it and practice gratitude for every day that we're here, find something to be grateful for. Now, so this ties into relinquishing control, okay? We have no control over anything. We, we just need to understand that. And that's so hard for me. It's hard for everyone with a brain. We so want to be in control of what's happening around us. We want to be in control of our environment. We want to be in control of the people around us. We want to be in control of the weather. We want to be in control of whether someone gets sick or someone dies or something happens to our pet. We desperately want to have control. And we think worrying and fear is the way that we do that. We think if we worry enough and we're afraid enough that we're somehow going to create a different result for ourselves, and it's gonna keep all those bad things, you know, at bay. But it actually does the opposite because universal law, the cause and effect, law of attraction. So we, we really wanna understand that we need to relinquish control And that is a process. And that definitely requires diving deep into this work that I'm doing because I've been deep in it for a few years now and I'm I'm not even remotely close to relinquishing control. I am at times, I can sometimes, but in general, I still wanna be in control. I don't even like it like when somebody moves moves something in my house. And Bob is constantly wanting to cover the cushions outside because he doesn't want them to get pooed on. But when I look outside and I look at the outdoor furniture, I want to see the beauty of it and I want to see it open and uncovered. So we pretty much every day in the summer go back and forth between me uncovering it and him covering it. So I share that because I have definitely not relinquished control, but I am slowly but surely 
loosening my grip on it. And I give it, I, I let go of um, many different areas of my life control. But, you know, it, like I say, it's a work in progress. Okay, so we talked about how we have to accept death as the end game. We have to stay present and practice gratitude for as long as we're still alive because there's no guarantees we will be here tomorrow. Now, the other thing I want to talk about, and this is really, really important, you have to like the way you show up in your life and within your relationships so there is no unfinished business. So if you are not taking the time to do what you have to do to invest in the relationships that you have now while the person's alive, then you need to do the work after they're gone. Because I've said this before, relationships only exist in your head. It's only what you think about the other person. There's nothing else in a relationship. It's what you think about them and what they think about you. You can change a relationship by yourself anytime you want. So that's always accessible to you if you had unfinished business with somebody who died. Don't think that because they're gone, that's the end of it. Because it's not. Physically, they die. But emotionally and mentally, they live on in your, in your memory and in your heart. So as long as you're thinking about them, the relationship is still alive. Now, what I want to suggest to you, though, is to do that work before they die. Be, do the work. Feel good about yourself. Show up for that person at the end of their life or throughout their entire life, because we don't know when the end of the life is, if it's going to be unexpected and something that happens really quickly, it could happen anytime. I mean, something could happen to someone I love while I'm doing this podcast. You, there's just no guarantees. And I don't say this to scare you. I say this as a wake-up call. We need to take care of our loved ones. We need to take care of ourselves. We need to really focus on the way we show up in our lives and the way we show up to our family and to our friends, to our coworkers, to our fellow human beings, because there's no guarantee they're still going to be there. And one of the biggest, biggest tragedies in life is regret. Regrets that you didn't do something, you didn't let someone know how you felt about them, you weren't kind and compassionate when they were alive, you weren't loving and forgiving, and you were caught up in your ego. And I, I say this as someone who has been guilty of this myself in the past, and I don't, that's just not the way I want to operate anymore. I don't want to have regrets. I want people to know that I love them. I want them to know that I care about them. Now, that being said, that doesn't mean you just like you don't have any boundaries and you don't set limits on what you're willing to do and that you you could decide that if somebody is not is not good for you and you know whether they're good for you or not if they're not you can cut ties with those people i'm not talking about those people it doesn't mean you have to be there for everyone but you can be like in a universal lie kind of way so let me clarify what I mean by that. You have like an inner purpose and an outer purpose. So as an outer purpose, you're a human operating in the world. You're the friend, you're the coworker or whatever. But as an inner, in the inner part of you, that's your soul. So you can extend love and good vibes and good energy and wishes to people from an energetic standpoint anytime you want. You don't even have to hang out with them as a human. You could be distant from them. You could pray for them. 
you could if you're not a prayer person and you're not i'm not talking about religion here i'm not necessarily even talking about god i'm talking about higher power and energy so you can still you can still feel good about the way you're showing up in a relationship even if you're not seeing that person does that make sense i don't know if i'm as clear about this as i want to be my my point is that the only thing that really matters in a relationship is that you feel good about the way you showed up to it. You can't control what the other person thinks of you. You can't control what the other person does. You can't control if that person commits suicide. You can't control if that person does something bad to someone else. You can't control anything but the way you show up and the way you decide to think about another human being. I'm suggesting that you should really focus on that. This isn't like I'm not sharing this as something you might want to consider or ponder. I'm telling you, this is your life strategy for every human. This is what you should be doing. You should be focusing on how you show up and, and really trying to be make your relationships with yourself and with other people the number one priority in your life. And, and by doing that, the way I suggest you do that is by living consciously and understanding what's happening in your brain and how you're creating the results that you have. So I think that was it. Accept the end game. Stop rejecting reality and adding layers of suffering with your brain BS when somebody dies, which I say this with all due respect to all the people in pain. I'm not saying it's not painful. I'm saying don't add layers of suffering when you come up with these judgments of it shouldn't have happened, it wasn't supposed to be this way. We were supposed to do this in so many years or we were supposed to do this because that's all an illusion and it's something made up in our brains that us humans do and it's not even real. The only real is the reality and if that person's gone, it was time for them to be gone and the best thing that we can do is learn to accept that, honor them and move on from that. And then we talked about relinquishing control. It could happen anytime. Staying present and practice gratitude for as long as you can because you have no idea how long you're going to be here. And then you don't want to have any unfinished business because you're going to, you don't want to have regrets when the person's gone. So I think it's really important to talk about this. I, I really, it's so interesting to me because I love talking about this. I think it's so important and it doesn't, I'm not saying I won't have a hard time when something happens to someone I love dearly. I'm not, this isn't about me telling you I have it all figured out because I don't. I'm sure I'll be tested dearly when somebody really close to me dies. But I'm not just doing this podcast for you. I'm doing it for me too because I'm hearing about things happening to too many people around me unexpectedly and it kind of shakes you to your core when you're trying to avoid the fact that this stuff is going to happen. But if you can open up to it and you can accept it and you can generate conversations about it and we can support one another in it and we can kind of collectively come to some sort of peace about this and the fact that we are going to end our lives, whether we want to or not, I, I really think that that will take the drama out of dying and make it a much, much more um, smoother and easier, if not painful, um, situation to deal with. 
So I hope you learned something valuable here. I'll see you next episode. If you like what you heard here today, I would really appreciate it if you would follow the Brain BS podcast, do a quick review, give me five stars and share it with everyone you know. You can interact with me and request topics for the podcast on the Brain BS page on Facebook. And you can also sign up for an interview there if you'd like to be on the podcast and shoot the BS with me. You can also sign up for my Brain BS updates at www.thebrainbs.com to gain access to the Brain BS forum where there are videos and worksheets to help you with all kinds of Brain BS. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and spreading the word. Have a great day.